And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome to the Ramble Podcast, hosted by Dave DeBah and presented by Rippin.com. As always, the Ramble Podcast is coming to you live from the Super Plus Rippin.com broadcast studios in the heart of Silicon Valley. Now, to the host that can't stop rambling, Dave DeBah. To the Ramble we go. I am Dave DeBah. And I want to talk sports with you, North America. A huge weekend so far, if you will, of the National Basketball Association Summer League and more fun around the National Basketball Association as it relates to free agency signings and contract extensions. Things are just happening and continuing to happen every couple minutes. So we're going to get all in, we're going to get into that. Plus I can't help but note that Justin Bieber, sorry Selena Gomez, but Justin Bieber is off the market as he is now engaged to Haley Baldwin. Haley Baldwin has found a way and she didn't have to use the National Basketball Association free agency to get this deal done. <laughs> she is now engaged to Justin Bieber. I wonder what Vegas has on the odds that this wedding actually happens. All right, so moving on to the National Basketball Association Summer League. And had a chance to watch some of the games. Now, I will say this. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the National Basketball Summer League that occurred in Utah, the pre-Summer League to the actual Summer League, or the Sacramento Summer League, which is also the pre-Summer League to the actual Summer League. The actual Summer League this year, for the first time in the history of your National Basketball Association, is actually being played in Las Vegas with all 30 teams showing up. They all have teams in this year's Summer League. Now, one of the most anticipated... um, Matchups that we were all looking forward to seeing pitted Vlade Divac's Sacramento Kings against the Phoenix Suns. And the question was, you know, who was going to do better? Was it going to be Marvin Bagley the third or DeAndre Aiden the first? Who was going to have a better game? And I watched some of this game. And while at times I'm impressed with Marvin Bagley the third, DeAndre Aiden the first, is is clearly the better of the two players at this stage of his career. 21 points and 12 rebounds in a summer league game. Now look, holding too much stock into what happens in the summer league can be a dangerous thing to do. I do not recommend sitting here watching these summer league games thinking, wow, this is the future. Like these guys are going to be surefire hits in the National Basketball Association in the upcoming year. Like, who won the MVP of the Summer League last year? 
I ask you, and do you know the answer to that? And I can tell you this right now, it was a Los Angeles Laker. <laughs> it was Lonzo Ball. So Lonzo Ball, who proved he couldn't shoot a three in the regular season of the National Basketball Association, was the Summer League MVP last year. That being said, you have to be careful about how much, if you will, weight you put on what you're actually seeing in the Summer League. But still, when you're watching these Summer League games, what you really want to look for is the young players that are actually starting to dominate. Because those are the players that are actually probably going to dominate, or at least have the potential to dominate at the next level. And you'll never guess who I think is the best player I've seen so far in the National Basketball Association Summer League. Now look, we are only literally 48 hours into the real Summer League, so you got to take this with a grain of salt. You know, who knows how things are going to play out over the next two weeks. But as of right now, on a Sunday, early in the afternoon on a Sunday, the best player I've seen play, and most surprising player to this point, has been Kevin Knox of the New York Knicks. I am very impressed by Kevin Knox of the New York Knicks. And he's not one of these kids that is just sitting there draining threes from 40 feet. That is not Kevin Knox's game. He he really, if you look at him and watch how he plays, 22 points in 30 minutes. Now, if there's a player in the National Basketball Association that reminds me of Kevin Knox, there is one player in the National Basketball Association that flat out reminds me of Kevin Knox. And that is the former Los Angeles Clipper, Blake Griffin. Now, I think Blake is taller than Kevin, but they have very similar games. I really like what I'm seeing out of Kevin Knox. He's he's good at getting, um, he's good at kind of like, you know, being all over the court and being around the ball constantly. And does a really nice job with mid-range shots and does an even better job attacking the basketball. If you have a chance, I do recommend checking out Kevin Knox and the New York Knicks this summer uh, via the National Basketball Association Summer League. Now, there was a, a pretty big extension that got signed earlier today. And it's an extension that, to be honest... The Phoenix Suns sort of got away with something here. They signed Devin Booker to a five-year, $158 million extension. And I think when you look at Devin Booker and you look at how well he played on a bad team. Look, playing good on bad teams is not easy to do. And Devin Booker certainly did that last year as he averaged just under 25 points a game with the Phoenix Suns in his third season in the National Basketball Association. Devin Booker, widely regarded as one of the young superstars in this league that is heading in the right direction. We all know that $158 million over five years is a steal for Devin Booker. 
because as the NBA uh, as the NBA salaries are going to go up significantly over the next two years, next two and three years, the deal for Devin Booker at $158 million will actually turn out to be a fantastic deal for the Phoenix Suns. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if 48 months from now, the Phoenix Suns are, if you will, forced to redo Devin Booker's contract. But for now, $158 million seems like a lot to you and me, but it is a steal for the Phoenix Suns to lock up Devin Booker for that kind of money. Now, elsewhere around the National Basketball Association, leave it to Vlade. As you all know, I think Vlade Divac should not be the GM of any team in the National Basketball Association. Like Isaiah Thomas, when he was attempting to destroy the CBA, um, uh, uh, Vlade Divac has no business running a National Basketball Association franchise as a GM. He has proven that year after year after year. I will say this, he's got a... A nice team now in Sacramento. They've done a decent job drafting, but there's still just something missing from this team. So what does Vlade Divac do? He and his team contact Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls, and they get an offer together with Zach Levine. Now, Zach Levine is a restricted free agent, which gave the Chicago Bulls the opportunity to match the deal. First of all, First question, what the hell is Chicago thinking? What is Chicago thinking about even considering not matching this deal? They let this deal go for about 48 hours before they finally woke up and matched the deal. It's basically an $80 million deal for Zach Levine over the next four years. And if you look at the deal, it's it just makes sense. I know Zach got hurt uh, with the uh, T-Wolves. And it was a it was a terrible injury, but he is a, a spark plug on a team that needs a spark plug. So to pay that kind of money to Zach Levine at this stage of his career is basically a no-brainer and should have been a no-brainer for the Chicago Bulls in the first place, which leads me to believe why Zach Levine would even consider wanting to play for Vlade Divac and the Sacramento Kings as well. He was like, look, if I can get out of Chicago, get paid... I can go hang out in Sacramento and play with the Kings and do what I can do there with their style offense, which is, quite frankly, they don't really have a style in Sacramento. I mean, if you look at the Houston Rockets, you understand the kind of offense that the Rockets are running. That is why Chris Paul came out earlier today and said, I'd like to see, after Chris Paul signed his his max deal, he said, basically, and paraphrasing at this point, but basically he'd like to see Carmelo Anthony as a member of the Houston Rockets. And why would why would uh, Chris Paul want that to happen? Why would CP3 want that to happen? And it's because of the style of offense that the Houston Rockets play. They play a lot of one-on-one basketball, a lot of lower post basketball, which is where Melo thrives. It's where Melo lives. I'm not saying Melo can't hit threes, and I'm not saying Melo can't help spread the court, but Melo is really more of a a one-on-one, you know, with his back-to-the-backboard type player, which makes a lot of sense. 
So for Zach Levine to want to move to an offense that's a little more free-flowing, that doesn't have a lot of set plays, because that's not what they run in Sacramento, it makes a lot of sense. But Chicago finally comes to their senses, and they do the right thing. Now, I, I heard from some friends earlier in the week, and they were asking me and talking to me about Boogie Nights. And you've all heard, if you have listened to the other uh, Ramble podcast, you've heard my, my thoughts on Boogie Nights and why I thought it was a, a great move for the Golden State Warriors for them to actually bring Boogie Nights into the fold. And the reasons for that were obviously many. One, it was only costing them $5.3 million. Look, even if Boogie doesn't play until the end of the season and is there for limited minutes in the playoffs, it is worth $5.3 million to bring DeMarcus Cousins to the Golden State Warriors. The fact that there were all of these other National Basketball Association teams crying and suggesting that the NBA needed to step in and go ahead and cancel this deal, not allow this deal to happen. Now, I had some friends reach out to me and say something very similar to that. And I said to them, and I'm going to say this to you, we live, (laughs) despite who our president is at this point, we live in a country of freedom. And in that country of freedom, the National Basketball Association Players Association was able to negotiate a deal with their employers. Their employers are the National Basketball Association and the teams that make up that association. As part of the deal, there is free agency which allows the players in today's era to move from team to team. It's pretty simple how this all works. It's not how it used to be in the National Basketball Association. So for people to actually come out and complain because the Golden State Warriors now have five all-stars that could potentially start on this team at any time, and to basically say that the National Basketball Association should do something about this is actually taking a shot at yours and mine freedom that exists in our country. It's freedom that the National Basketball Association, Players Association, the players had to fight for. And why would you take that away from them? Look, there were 29 other teams in the National Basketball Association that could have picked up the phone and secured the services of DeMarcus Cousins. Look, I'm telling you right now, DeMarcus would have gone someplace else for $10 million a year if it had been offered, but it wasn't offered. So for all of those people out there that are continuing to cry foul about how the National Basketball Association has handled the DeMarcus Cousins deal to the Golden State Warriors, I can tell you that you are flat out wrong about that. All right, North America, um, one quick little side note that I thought was important, and I'm not going to talk about Justin Bieber uh, securing the uh, services of one Haley Baldwin. I mean, it's it's all the news 
It's all over Twitter. It is taking over the universe. How is poor Selena Gomez doing? (laughs) I'm not going to talk about any of that. But what I think um, is important to kind of talk about as we head into the start of the National Football League uh, season and training camps are right around the corner. And as as you all know, I am a huge National Football League fan, a huge National Basketball Association fan. But as a huge fan of the National Football League, I cannot wait for it to start. So over the next couple weeks, we are going to start slipping in some National Football League stories, even if the NFL is incapable of generating their own stories, because they absolutely are. The only thing on the NationalFootballLeague.com website worth reporting about right now has to do with flag football. (laughs) I'm serious. Go check it out. You can watch Michael Vick throw an interception playing flag football. You can watch Ocho Cinco, Duke a a player, go left, go right, and run by somebody and hear the announcer say he looks like the old Ocho Cinco as he only uh, matriculates up the field for four or five yards. (laughs) There's absolutely nothing going on in the National Football League. But we're going to create, not just create, but we're going to talk about some important stories as we head into this into this season, even if the National Football League can't do it themselves. And I think one of the biggest stories that we should all kind of take a step back and start to talk about a little bit, because I think the reality of this is real. And I really believe that this could be, and most likely will be, Tom Brady's last year in the National Football League, at least as a player. Look, I don't know if Tom Brady wants to be a coach. I don't know if he wants to be a GM or if he wants to try to steal Tony Romo's job as a broadcaster on CBS Sports. I don't know what Tom Brady wants to do post-National Football League. Um, But I think when we look at Tom Brady at this stage of his career and where he's at and all the things that transpired over the last 48 months with the with the uh, New England Patriots, that it is safe to say that this most likely will be Tom Brady's last year in the National Football League. And when you look at Tom Brady's stats over the last, if you will, eight years in the National Football League. So if you go back to, I don't know, 2010 and 2000, even even 2011 and up, it is just, it's, He shows no signs of slowing down. He threw for almost 4,600 yards last year. And look, I am not a New England Patriot fan. So if you're listening to this show, The Ramble, (laughs) which as you know, and if you don't know, is the the dare, if you will, in The Ramble is, hey, Dave, hey, DeBaugh, do you think you can talk about sports without interviews for 10 to 20, maybe 30 minutes? And the answer is always yes. (laughs) Absolutely, yes. And so that's the dare of the ramble. And that's the format of the show. And when you think about Tom Brady over the last eight years in the National Football League, and you start actually looking at his stats, and as I said, 4,600 yards, 32 TDs, and eight interceptions for a quarterback ranking of basically 103. And you look at Tom Brady there is very little signs that Tom Brady is actually slowing down. 
So will this, and why would I even consider saying that this is going to be Tom Brady's last year in the National Football League? Is it because I believe Tom Brady's going to have an off year? Is it because I believe Tom Brady's going to have a fantastic year and the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl? Or is it because I think Giselle has had enough of watching Tom Brady play football? And I think the answer is the Giselle answer. I think I think Giselle has finally gotten to Tom and has finally convinced Tom that this probably should be his last year in the National Football League. And she's rightfully so probably worried about concussions that we don't know about. She's probably worried about injuries that we don't know about. The mental toll that it takes on her husband, Tom Brady, to play at that level in the National Football League. And if you go back and you look at Tom Brady's career, is there really anything else left for him to prove? Yes, I know. They didn't win the Super Bowl last year. And yes, I know Tom Brady probably wants to go out on top. But if I'm a betting man, which I'm not, but if I am, I would say, based on what I've heard Giselle indicate and what I've heard Tom Brady say so far, that this most certainly will be Tom Brady's last season in the National Football League. And like Kobe Bryant's last year in the NBA, and Michael Jordan's last year in the NBA, and even LeBron James as he moves to the Los Angeles Lakers this year, you want to watch as much greatness of that player as you possibly can, because you don't know when you're going to see something like it again. Now, for all of you people out there that are going to complain to me about Aaron Rodgers and start calling me up and ripping on me for not considering Aaron Rodgers the best National Football League QB in the game today, I would say that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are on equal foot. Except for the fact that Tom Brady is able to take uh, take his team to the Super Bowl every freaking year, basically. And Aaron Rodgers isn't. Aaron's also had more bad luck with injuries than Tom Brady has. Healthy, if they're both healthy, they're basically the same player in the National Football League. Aaron's younger. He's He maybe throws a tighter football than Tom Brady does. Um, But Tom Brady has proven that he can do a lot with a little, as has Aaron Rodgers. So I consider them both great. I'm not trying to say one's better than the other. All I am saying is that at this stage of Tom Brady's career, I think it's safe to say that Tom Brady is going to hang him up after after the end of the season. And I think it's important that we all sit back and enjoy the greatness of Tom Brady during what most certainly... And I'm going to say most certainly at this point will most likely be his last year in the National Football League. I'm just desperate at this point to talk about the National Football League. All right. One other just unbelievable monumental signing in the National Basketball Association worth mentioning. It's 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 so unbelievable. It's it's help for Blake Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, this is going to put the Detroit Pistons right into the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm telling you, as Zaza Pachulia has signed with the Detroit Pistons, it is a one-year deal worth $2.4 million. All right, all right, let's just take a second here. $2.4 million for Zaza 
And Brooke Lopez is getting what, like 3.4? And Brooke Lopez is significantly younger and can do significantly more than Zaza. I think Brooke Lopez got ripped off by the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I, I really think for $3.4 million a year, Brooke Lopez could have gotten a lot more money someplace else. Anyway, so Zaza Pachulia, a player that most certainly will help lead your Detroit Pistons to the Eastern Conference Finals. All right, North America. Hey, listen, uh, thanks so much for tuning in to the Ramble. Uh, a fantastic um uh, fantastic um, start to the ramble. The show's doing great on um, Apple Podcasts. So I wanted to thank all of you out there for supporting the show. All right, North America. God, Devin Booker, what a deal. $158 million, and Phoenix got a good deal. For the ramble, <laughs> I am Dave DeBob reminding you that you can't Win a championship if you play for the Carolina Panthers. And good luck, North America, because in this era of Donald Trump being your president, you're going to need all the help that you can get. number one number two employee leave a message at the hey jamie it's me jamie this is your daily pep talk i know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group mad harmony but you will bounce back i mean you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the name your price tool it should be you giving me the pep talk now get out there hit that high note and take mad harmony all the way to nationals this year sorry it's pitchy Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited 5% back on everything you buy at Walmart online. It's the perfect card for all your family's hints this holiday season. Like 5% back on the air fryer Grandpa told you about when he fell asleep in his chair. He didn't fry anything. Or 5% back on the laptop your sister had carolers sing to you. The Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited rewards, including 5% back at Walmart Online. What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One NA.